Welcome to the Daily Triathlete Show. Our conversation here is all about the daily habits, daily mindset, and daily discipline that it takes to become a daily triathlete. Let's get into it. All right, welcome to the Daily Triathlete Show. I'm your host, Travis DeVries, and today we are talking about dropping water heaters. I just want to start with a, uh, with a quote from Stephen Covey. He's the writer of a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and it was written probably a little over 20 years ago, but uh, uh, still really, really important, of course, because he's talking about uh, the human condition and, the, and some paths to, uh, to being more effective, and so that, that applies, obviously, across generations. The, uh, the quote in his, in his book, or one, one part of his book, goes like this. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. This is a profound quote, um, and we can move. We can we can change different words out for uh, for scheduling and priorities. Uh, we can use different words for that. But the idea is um, is is really deep. We get this backwards all the time, uh, right? We we do that first bit, right? We prioritize what's on our schedule instead of actually putting into the schedule the things that are actually important and. We all do this in different ways and in different in different areas, right? We receive input from the world and, and evaluate what to address or to fix or to give attention to, and we end up working on the uh, on urgent things. Urge that there are things that call out for our attention. There are call out for action, and we we throw ourselves at those things instead of uh, you know saying no to certain things and choosing the uh, the most important things or. Uh, choosing things uh, before they, you know, in a sense, choose us. And there's an unlimited number of things calling out to us for our attention that we need to fix, that we need to address. And, you know, we all have those things. And they're not all illegitimate. Uh, certainly, we do have lots of responsibilities and we get ourselves um, into situations by choosing something, uh, you know, years in advance. So, a big one for a lot of people is, uh, you know, is certainly relationships, um, husbands and wives, uh, end up uh, or all, any any sort of intimate relationship, uh, especially husbands and wives. You know, we end up getting married, and we can't unchoose that later on. So obviously, uh, we make we make decisions at different points in our lives. We have children, and uh, you know, obviously, they have many needs, and so we can't just you know have a child and then decide that. Uh, that that's not a that's not a need. So we make some of those foundational decisions, uh, but we do this all through our life, day to day, and we end up running around uh, putting out fires, and we have a very hard time deciding what what is actually a priority. And uh, generally, this is uh, generally this is true of triathletes um, in particular here on this show. Of course, that's that's what we talk about here, uh, but we do this all the time. It's always. Um, it's always hard. It always it's always a hard choice um, to set, you know, however much aside that we have to set aside and to go train to to get your shoes on and go out for a run. There's always something you could do at home. There's always something you could do at work uh, that is uh, you know that's usually urgent. Uh, but we need to ask the question uh, today: What is your priority? And especially in training, what is your priority? And how how would you how would you structure your life 
uh, if all those urgent things were uh, were gone, what would you what would you put on your schedule? So we need to choose beforehand what is needed and ask that question: What is your priority? And the question uh, I just just referenced it there a little bit. Uh, if you had a totally clear schedule, if you just woke up in the morning and um, all of the responsibilities that you had, uh, you know, today were uh, were taken care of somehow. Um, you didn't have to go to work. Uh, you didn't have to, uh, you know, you didn't have to host this person or that person. You didn't have to, uh, you know, do any of this reading. You didn't have to uh, make any of those visits or calls. If your day was just totally free, what would you do? And it's just, it's an important question to ask because. All the things that we, you know, in uh, in scare quotes, have to do, get in the way often of what the, of the things that we want to do or the things that we determine are important. And uh, and so this so this is kind of a guiding question for uh, for our conversation today. There's a a time management expert named Laura Vanderkam, and she tells a story uh, about about her. Uh, I guess the beginnings of her work with time management. And she tells a story of coming home one day and finding a uh, her hot water heater uh, exploded in the basement. Now, I don't think it actually exploded as in blew up and, you know, exploded out through the through the roof. But it uh, but it the maybe the I guess the side of it exploded. It leaked water all over her basement. And this was at the beginning of the week. She already had her week planned. She already had planned out whatever she was going to do this day and that day and plans with her kids and plans with work. And she, of course, had to deal with the, with the hot water heater. She had to deal with, uh, uh, you know, the obviously the mess around it and cleaning it up and calling a plumber to come and install a new tank and hook it all up. And she had to, uh, she had to arrange to have the insurance uh, take care of the work that needed to be done. And then, of course, to... Um, to somewhat oversee the the work being done, obviously you'd there'd be flooring and drywall to replace, and and who knows exactly what it got into. So there's lots of work to do, and she tracked her time that week, and maybe that week or the following, but it, but certainly that week, um, she figured that she spent eleven hours out of her week fixing the water heater, and of course she didn't plan this to happen. It just the hot water heater just arrived on her schedule and it became a priority, obviously, uh, because, you know, it's a very, it's a serious problem. And the question that we want to ask from that story, it's quite interesting because if you, she, uh, she would, she would mention herself, she mentions in her, in her talk that, uh, you know, if she had have taken her schedule that was already made up and then, Added, tried to add into the schedule eleven hours of work fixing something or working on something. She, there'd be no, there would have been no way she could have done it because all of the urgent things would have just crowded it out. Um, obviously, a hot water heater exploding is a bigger problem and more serious and makes you push some other things aside. But that is what we want to do with our priorities, and so our question can be: What are your water heaters? Right in your schedule, what are the things that you need to drop into your schedule that push everything aside? Um, is it something to do with your training? Is there an amount of training that you that you know you should be doing, but you just 
you know, maybe because of laziness, maybe because of lack of access to something, but mainly, uh, mainly, you know, all those excuses that we have often have to do with with uh, laziness. We just it's just too uncomfortable to do those things. So, is do you have a, some training goals that you need to set in your schedule as immovable? Um, immovable objects, things that are absolutely necessary and that you can translate into urgent things um, and think of as urgent things. Is it is it some aspect of learning? Is there um, is there things about tra- things about uh, you know your run or your swim or your bike technique that you need to learn that you need to pay attention to? Um, perhaps it's resting. Uh, is there resting? It's, resting can certainly be a water heater that we uh, that we forget very very often. Uh, so is that something that you need to drop into your schedule that and have it just absolutely, um, you know, crush something else or move something else um, absolutely out of the way? Is it nutrition? You know, that's a huge problem for uh, for many triathletes. Uh, we're trying to we're trying to get in shape and trying to eat properly, but you know, maybe we just don't have the time or we don't have the, the food around. And so we end up eating, you know, food that is not helping us towards our goal. And, uh, you know, we just don't have time. That's usually the example or usually the excuse that we give. So and you may have your own water heaters. Those are just a, an example of a few. So why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to turn something that that is important in the long run? Um, why is it so hard to turn that into into a water heater, into something that gets dropped into our schedule that absolutely forces us to do it. Well, there's a couple of reasons. The first is that it is hard to choose what to drop, right? Because there's, I mean, in this, especially in this day and age, our lives are so full. There's so many things going on. There's so many urgent things, especially for triathletes who tend to uh, be a little bit older. Um, it's not a. It's generally not a sport that a lot of uh, like a lot of young teenagers are into. When you know you're living at home and mom, mom's cooking the food, dad's earning the money, and you've got time to train. How how we <laughs> how we wish that when we were 16 we had have started uh, training, but uh, for the re- for most of us that's not the reality. So your life is full, and it's hard to choose what to drop. But think about think about it this way though. And I've uh, I've had a couple of revelations in my own life. That, think about this: your life might not actually be as full as you think. Of course, you're saying, "Well, what? Like, <laughs> you don't know me." Of course, my life is as full as 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 full as I think, and it's fuller. Um, and I I've noticed in my own life there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of time in between uh, in between different tasks where where the phone gets pulled out and you know open up Instagram to have a look around. Or, uh, you know, I, I linger longer over a, over a snack or I, I linger over, you know, watching TV or I don't get up on time or I don't go to sleep on time. Uh, I add a lot into my life that, uh, that could be scraped out. And so the, the correct way of thinking about it is to think backwards, right? To, to start your, your week or your day as a, as a blank slate and then to insert that priority first and fill everything in around it. And uh, it does take some practice. It does take some creativity. But I think you can find that there's more time in your day uh, than, than you might think. So changing our mindset on that and inserting our priorities into a blank schedule 
uh, can often uh, can often give us a little a little hint as to what to drop. You know, there's uh, the second reason that it's so hard to uh, to drop those uh, to drop you know let's say a training session and drop resting or nutrition into your schedule is because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable and it takes away um, time from different addictions like our phones or our TVs. And, uh, and it is helpful to remember what is the vision? What are we after? What kind of person do you want to be? Uh, what goals do you have for the next, for the upcoming years? And uh, we need to stick that vision to the wall and have it, have it visible at all times so that we can make those uncomfortable decisions more easily. Uh, another reason that it's hard to create that urgency is because when you do that, often we feel like or we actually do impose on others uh, right we feel like well if I if I stay out on the bike for another hour well my wife has to look after the kids and we've got to go and, and do this and do that and we're going to be late if I take more time or well if I if I eat this way you know uh, well I, the rest of my family doesn't want to eat that way and so I you know I force my wife to cook this way and and, and you know she's not going to be happy about that um, so there's all sorts of different ways that we could impose on others with our training. But I just want to give you and just two things that might um, that, that might be true. They may not be true, but they may be true. Um, and certainly we can say that, uh, that your wife uh, or husband, they, they, they might be happy to see you being more productive. Um, often we, uh, we kind of underestimate how, uh, how much our, uh, how much our, our spouses or our friends actually enjoy seeing us uh, pursue something that we love. And most people, most people enjoy seeing somebody that they love pursuing something um, that they love, and so uh, so that could that could be the case. Certainly, don't count that out. And uh, and we, you know, of course, we can uh, when we're when we're dividing up our time in terms of our priorities. Certainly. Um, you know the example that we just gave about uh, imposing uh, more work on on a family member or your wife or maybe your kids uh, because you're training uh, certainly when we're when we're dropping our priorities into our schedule one of the things we don't want to forget is to uh, to make sure that we remember that one of those uh, priorities that we can turn into an urgency is uh, is taking over uh, you know some of the household duties as well so that you know, we give it. We we give an hour so that we can get an hour, um, and nobody's going to argue with that. So that's all part of our time management. We need to take both of those things uh, into account. And uh, you know, when we of course we want to. Uh, not only do we want to do our training and and uh, you know and create our nutritional habits and create all this discipline around triathlon, but you want to encourage your spouse or, or your friends to join you, right? And, and so they can be accountable to you, and you can be accountable to them. And so maybe. If, uh, if you can help somebody else uh, join in and become a little more disciplined and become, um, you know, become a triathlete even, uh, well, then, well, then you're helping them to obviously with their mindset to get to get more fit. And then you're not imposing on them. You're actually uh, you're actually joining in with them. You're doing it together. And that can be a great encouragement as well. Uh, and so, like we said before, there's um, it's hard to know what to drop because there's so much to do. Um, and sometimes there's so many goals that we have, you know, they're all good goals and they're all things that we need to create into urgencies, but it's hard to choose 
uh, which one to do, right? Do we need more training or more rest? Or do we need to take more time to prepare healthy meals to have better nutrition? And there's so many things that we think, well, boy, there's three things that I could add in, uh, but I can't create that much time. And that might be true. You might not be able to create that much time. And that's really what uh, you know we talk about all the time here about that consistency, right? Doing a little bit those small daily habits. And so maybe you don't have time for everything all the time, but if you can build up those small habits and get to work on one thing, uh, the other things might, uh, well, they will. They will come with consistent practice, uh, with setting up those small consistent habits. You can just do a little bit, a little bit more training, maybe a little bit more nutrition and just begin to stack those habits. Don't worry about where it's all gonna go. Uh, Just make sure that you're doing Uh, the right thing or a little bit more of the right thing each day and then of course uh, we got to be creative in in filling everything in around those priorities Uh, but make sure that we don't do it the other way around make sure that we don't take all of the urgent things that we can think of and try to cram in a training session at the very end it's just not going to work and we all know this uh, deep down the the tendency is to do it but you know it doesn't work so we need to remind ourselves of that all the time and so, uh, so that's what we have to say about uh, dropping water heaters. Sometimes, like sometimes, I call them dropping uh, dropping anvils. Any kind of uh, any kind of a heavy or large object, dropping that into the uh, into the schedule, uh, and then then filling in all of the other urgent things around it can be uh, can be super helpful. It seems a little intimidating. It's hard to know you know, if I drop this in, well, where are things going to go? And some things may get eliminated. Um, Certainly, there's uh, there's the old uh, there's the old, um, how would you say the old uh, the old one two three with the uh, eliminate, automate, and delegate, and so we need to. That's a discussion for another time. But certainly, there are things we can eliminate. Uh, there are things you can automate to make them go faster, and uh, and delegate what you can, of course, as well. And uh, and again, put that put that vision, stick that vision on the wall. What do you want to be? What do you want to do? and plan your weeks, uh, dropping those really important things uh, into your schedule. I want to talk about one more thing before we go. Um, we just we discuss every couple of episodes, we talk about a hard thing, one hard thing that we're, uh, that we're doing, and this is a huge problem today. Our hard thing is to avoid your phone. Uh, our phones are so useful. There's so many apps that, that track our fitness, track our, obviously with um, you know with, with, uh, you can track our, our GPS and, and, our, and our times. And we can, uh, you know, and we can upload photos of, of our progress, and um, you know, it's, it's so useful. Listening, of course, listening to music while we're uh, while we're running or uh, or biking. It's just there's there's so many good uses for a phone, and uh, but there's also so much time wasting. And I think we all have this problem. I don't think it's just me. Um, there's all kinds of times that we. Right, you know, in the in the morning when we wake up, we want to we need to get at it instead of being on the phone. And obviously, in front of our kids, we don't need them seeing us just you know their face buried in our hand, uh, working away on our phone. Obviously, when we're driving, that's just that's just dangerous. Uh, but we all do it because we just can't help ourselves. Uh, we have got the phones at the dinner table instead of actually talking to people. Uh, even when we are talking to people around the house, the phone's always in our hand, and we're always glancing down at it. It's just it's really unhealthy and we all know it. Um, but I just want to encourage you to, um, to, to do what you can. Just keep those things in mind and just remember 
um, just remember to continually work on this. And of course, the if you've watched the uh, some of the you know some of the recent documentaries that have been done, I'm thinking of the social dilemma uh, just put out a month or two ago. Um, it's so dangerous, and because all these social media companies and the makers of the phones, you know, really want us uh, to give all of our attention to them. Um, so maybe I'll just give you a couple of a couple of tips. It's certainly it's certainly nothing new, but just maybe some ideas uh, to to think about and to keep in mind as we uh, try to be productive and try to avoid um, burying our face in our hands, and we want to get to work instead. Again, get to work on those priorities. Uh, generally, we don't plan um, any time for our phones and so usually that's not a big part of our plans but it uh, it uh, it happens anyway that we put some put a lot of time into them um, one thing that I found really really helpful is when I go to bed I, I leave my phone in the kitchen to charge overnight I keep my charging cord there and uh, plug it in and it's not a distraction when I'm going to bed you know scrolling through in the in the dark before I go to sleep or when I wake up in the morning um, I, I don't have any uh, I don't have any reason to stay in bed because of the phone anyway. And so uh, so I leave it in the kitchen. But maybe that's not good enough. Maybe you need to leave it in the spare bedroom. Maybe you need to leave it in the garage uh, to keep it further out of the way so that you don't, you know, bleary-eyed walk into the kitchen in the morning and then sit down for 15 or 20 minutes, uh, you know, scrolling because you're too tired to, you know, get a coffee and get at it. And we've all done that as well. Um, or maybe you want to slip it under your wife's side of the bed or your husband's side of the bed, depending on, uh, uh, depending on who you're married to. But maybe you want to slide it under their side of the bed, and that forces you to wait until they get up to actually access the phone. That that's uh, that's going further, and that might be more effective as well. Um, another thing too, uh, with your phone, turn off all the notifications for everything. <laughs> that that's one of the biggest things I. Uh, I started doing that on my phone uh, when I first got it. Just all the social media stuff. I just. I I I didn't did, I didn't even know how distracting it would be. Um, I just kind of instinctively turned off all those notifications, kind of by accident in a way, and that's been uh, that's been really helpful. Um, so you actually have to open the phone up, you have to go to the app and wait for it to load up, and then have a look at your uh, have a look at your notifications that way. Um, it saves a lot of time. It saves a lot of trips into the phone, and of course, the whole reason of having notifications, right, for Facebook and Instagram and you know, and all these, all these, um, social media apps is to get you to grab that phone and have a look again. So if you can, um, and you, and you, and you can <laughs> turn off all those notifications, get them off altogether. Um, in the morning, it's uh, one thing that's been really helpful is to set a time to access your phone or make a rule like, right? Like after your workout, after I read 20 pages, um, uh, then I'm going to look at my phone and don't look at it before that. Uh, maybe have a little reward, have a little, uh, maybe like a, like something to eat with breakfast, a little reward for not looking at your phone until a particular time or until after you've achieved a certain goal. Um, and that could be a, that could be an amazingly helpful thing to get all those goals and, and, uh, and aims finished before, uh, looking at your phone. Uh, another thing too, uh, is to set a reminder in the morning and, you know, just set a reminder on your calendar to come up every day with a little alarm that dings out, don't waste your morning or whatever might be encouraging to you and have it pop up at a time when you know it might be a troubled time, maybe a few minutes after you wake up when you've grabbed your phone. Uh, just set that reminder to pop up. Just It's not foolproof, but it, it, uh, it'll do something, right? 
and uh, or maybe be accountable to a friend. This is uh, this is something that I've considered doing. Um, just get another friend who wakes up at a similar time to you to uh, to text you in the morning and remind each other to put the phone down. And uh, uh, if it uh, if it's a big problem, uh, this has been a, an issue for me. Sometimes I'll take it into the bathroom and then I'll get you know scrolling and scrolling. And we all do that, right? And it's better than reading whatever we used to read before we had phones, I guess the air freshener bottle or the kid's toothpaste or something. But uh, take a book instead into the bathroom or leave a book uh, in the bathroom and leave your phone out in the kitchen and then actually you know, read through something helpful when you're in the, in the bathroom. Anyway, uh, if you want to take major actions, um, you, know, you can delete some apps. I've heard of people deleting apps and reinstalling them every day. That seems like a big hassle. Um, I don't think my problem is quite that bad, but if it is, that's uh, that might be an idea. Uh, maybe give your uh, give your phone to your spouse until X A.M. until whenever you're uh, ready, you know, ready for it. Um, again, I know nobody likes to leave their phone with somebody else because they're just terrified uh, that they'll never get it back or something. Um, but maybe uh, maybe again, that's a that's a bit more of a major thing. But feel free to do it, right? If that's if it's causing you to uh, uh, to not hit those priorities, then uh, you know that's what you need to do. Uh, the other, <laughs> the other thing is too is is to leave your is to shut your phone off at night. Uh, make sure that you're not getting any of those notifications. It should be out in the kitchen anyway. Uh, but maybe leave the flashlight on all night and totally de- de- deplete the battery, and then you have to charge it up in the AM. So that gives you some time <laughs> where you absolutely can't access it. Uh, the key really is to set a routine around something that works. Do the same thing with your phone every day. Leave it in the same spot, uh, in a helpful spot, and create those good habits around your phone. It's going to be a struggle that we're all going to um, fight against for, I think, for a long time, and maybe we'll never quite get over it. But uh, but hopefully that's a couple of tips. Maybe some of those will help. One of those, you, one or two of those, you can put into place, and uh, hopefully we can be more present with our. Uh, more present with their kids and their spouse and in conversations, we can get up better and and uh, get out those goals. If you get into the habit of uh, of putting it away, I think you'll find uh, that you actually don't need it that much, and you can accomplish quite a bit when we finally uh, leave our phones behind. So that that's just an encouragement. Uh, anyway, so dropping water heaters uh, and uh, keeping your phones away those are uh, uh, really important things. Hopefully, this has been a help. And uh, we'll uh, we'll just keep uh, keep talking about those daily ha- daily mindsets, daily habits, and daily discipline. Uh, and hopefully we can uh, we can turn I can turn myself and you can turn yourself into a daily triathlete. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again later.